Welcome back to City of Desert. I'm Father David Abernathy, and we are and have been discussing the writings of the Philokalia. And what I want to do with you today is to look at some of the fundamental characteristics of the spirituality of the Philokalia. And perhaps the easiest way for us to approach this is simply to look at the title of the work itself, Philokalia. Callistus Ware, one of the editors of the multi-volume set, uh, tells us that there are two meanings of the word philokalia. Uh, the more literal meaning is love of the beautiful, and we'll discuss that in a little bit, but the other uh, meaning is anthology, that the work is simply a collection of text. Uh, 36 different authors over the course of 11 centuries uh, with no fundamental themes that seem to connect them together. And so there is a big question if this is actually the meaning of the word because there is no sense of uh, a stream of themes that one can follow through all of the readings or uh, which readings would be better read by beginners as opposed to the more advanced. But Callistus Ware goes on to say that there are, when we take a closer look, dominant motifs and themes that manifest themselves as we begin to uh, give the Philokalia a closer look and a deeper read. And there's a definite uh, purpose uh, to the collection of the text as, as it is. According to Ware, the first theme in the general scope of the entire Philokalia is interaction. Uh, it focuses on the development of the interior life, the life of the heart. So the emphasis is not upon asceticism, even though that is seen as absolutely necessary and is mentioned very often within the text, the emphasis is rather on the purification of the heart. According to Nicodemus of the Holy Mountain, uh, the one who collected the writings of the fathers, what this reveals to us is that the kingdom of God is within us, uh, the treasure hidden in the field of the heart. And this is characterized by two fundamental virtues or, or values, nepsis and hezekiah. Nepsis is a term denoting sobriety, temperance, lucidity, and above all, vigilance and watchfulness. And so emphasized again and again is a kind of watchfulness of heart. In the course of any given day, we are subject to anywhere between 4,000 and 50,000 thoughts. And so uh, a kind of watchfulness of heart, a sobriety, attentiveness to what is going on within becomes an absolute necessity and becomes a part of the asceticism of this interior life that Callistus Ware has spoken of. Hezekiah means stillness, not so much exterior stillness, but rather inner stillness of heart. And these two virtues together, these two fundamental virtues, help foster a, a kind of freedom from the thoughts and the fantasies that give rise to the passions and that would also prevent us from obtaining uh, purity of, of our prayer. The second theme, according to Callistus Ware, uh, captures the, the fundamental aim of the Philokalia, and that is deification or theosis. 
St. Nicodemus, in the first sentence of the preface of the Philokalia, writes and puts it this way, God, the blessed nature, perfection that is more than perfect, the creative principle of all that is good and beautiful, himself transcending all goodness and all beauty, in his supreme divine plan, preordained from all eternity the deification of humankind. I don't know if there could be a clearer way of stating the purpose of the Philokalia, that ultimately we are to come to share in the very life of the Most Holy Trinity, and is through embracing the practices that I've spoken of, Nepsis, Hezekiah, and ultimately uh, prayer, that God draws us forward into this reality. The third and final theme Calixtus Ware discusses, and the, the very means to deification and theosis, is the continual invocation of the name of Jesus, uh, especially through the uh, recitation of the Jesus Prayer, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. We've been afflicted through our sin, and it obscures our vision of who we are called to be as human beings. And so we are to constantly to call on God, both to watch over our hearts, but also to seek the grace that He alone offers and that can raise us up to experience that fullness of life. Again, in the preface to the Philokalia, Nicodemus of the Holy Mountain tells us that this grace that we have lost through the fall and that obscures our, our vision can be reactivated. He writes, the Spirit reveals to the fathers a method that is truly wonderful, whereby grace can be rediscovered. This was to pray continually, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, not simply to pray with the intellect and with the lips alone, but to turn the whole intellect toward the inner self, which is a marvelous experience. And so inwardly, with the very depths of the heart, to invoke the all-holy name of the Lord, and to implore mercy from him, concentrating our attention solely on the bare words of the prayer, and not allowing anything else, whatever to gain, entry from within or from without, but keeping the mind totally free from all forms and colors. So this is the spiritual work that we are to engage in and focus on most of all. If we are to direct our energies in the spiritual life to one thing. It would be to allowing uh, this prayer to form and fashion the heart anew, to enliven the grace of God given to us in our baptism. Next time, the episode will be dedicated to discussing theosis and deification in great detail as the purpose and the goal of life. Thank you, and we'll see you soon.